Welcome to the next instalment of Subtext and Discourse with your host, Michael Dooney, co-owner and director of Berlin-based contemporary art gallery, Jarvis Dooney. In today's episode, I'll be speaking with Yasmin Nebenfer, Australian photographer currently based in Berlin, though more specifically Cottbus, where she's completing her master's in Heritage Museum Studies. Yasmin was another of the 2019 Postcard Salon participants who, like a number of other photographers, came to the gallery via her studies at RMIT in Melbourne and the activities of Kate Robertson, who we've exhibited a number of times and also recently interviewed. I briefly caught up with Yasmin outside the Carvey Institute of Contemporary Art before she started work, so I hope you can forgive the audio quality of the episode as it was recorded in the courtyard of the Kunstwerke. When you came to the gallery, I don't know if we met then. I, know, I think I met Damien, but I don't know if I met you, because you studied at RMIT, didn't you? Yeah. Did you know Kate Robertson before? Yeah, so Kate was my, um, she was one of my teachers at RMIT. I was taking this photography and printmaking class, and it was called Hand and Lens, and Kate was teaching the lens aspect to the, to the course and introducing the scanner as a lens. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's how I first met Kate. Okay, yeah. but you were studying photography before that? Yeah, yeah, so I was studying photography first at Newcastle Uni, um, and then transferred to RMIT. Okay. Yeah. And when did you graduate? Uh, 2016. 2016. But yeah. you were you've been exhibiting before that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just had, like had a couple of um, couple of exhibitions in Newcastle. Um, friends with gallery spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and they would have like little slots. Like, just, like, <laughs> and when did you come yeah. to Berlin then? Was it last year the first year you guys were here? Um, or you been before? I, I was visiting 2014 um, for about two months and then but moved in October or September last year. September last year. Oh, cool. Yeah. And you, are you studying here? Yeah. So I'm doing my Master's of Heritage and Museum Studies in Cottbus. Oh, okay. So, yeah. And what is that? Is it connected to your photography or this is for a different direction that you want to go or something else that you, you're more interested in? Yeah, it's because all you're diversifying. my yeah, I'm diversifying. <laughs> all my work experience is in archiving, mm-hmm. and so I'd like to eventually one day I'd like to work in a collections management role. I think. Yeah. Um. So, and I kind of feel the general consensus nowadays is like masters is like bare minimum. So yeah, the theory of like like museums and. Um, and heritage has been a really good base um, to to consider um, how to approach exhibiting and collecting. Yeah. So, yeah, just hoping for the best. How did you find the university in Cottbus? Um, I was looking at doing a museum's master's at Deakin Uni in Melbourne, mm-hmm. and then I saw that Deakin has a partnership with Cottbus. Oh, okay. And then so I was like, $50,000 masters or a 1,000 euro <laughs> masters. So that's why I'm here. Oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, things, it's probably similar to me because well, I was at QUT and they yeah. had a sister relationship with a university in Germany. Yeah. I said, like, oh, cool. I've always wanted to go and do that. So. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it was like, okay, this is an opportunity to live overseas, which I've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And and just the price tag. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because you speak German. Like, your name, Jas- uh, Jasmin Nebenfer, yeah. it's a very German name. Yeah, so my family's from Vienna. My Oma and Opa are from Vienna, mm-hmm. and they moved out to Australia in the 50s. Um, so I can I can speak a little bit. 
I'm like a beginner. I've taken mm. beginner's classes since I was a teenager. Okay. Um, at the moment, I can understand a lot, but I can't speak back. Yeah. Um, as as confidently as I'd like to. So, yeah, I need to practice. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> yeah. Have you been to Vienna? Yeah. Yeah, a couple of times. I've got family there, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's really beautiful. Yeah. No, I like it. I mean, that was the reason I wanted to start learning to speak German. Oh, visiting Vienna? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, it hasn't worked out yet, but... Yeah. <laughs> what level are you at? Is your German? I guess C1. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, I'm like A, A1, A2. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's still okay. I mean, you've only been here for a couple of months, so... Yeah. I think it's pretty normal. Yeah. I'm around the language a lot more with like my housemates, which is good. But uni and work, it's mainly in English. Yeah, I think that's what it makes so it difficult. It's hard to like just stay immersed. Immersed in it, yeah. Yeah, and just like switch into German and just stay in that with people. Because then a lot of friends, um, when English is their second language, they also want to practice with me. And mm-hmm. It's like, no, I want to practice German. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, there. Thinking about the what you were doing in Coppice, you guys mm-hmm. had a really cool exhibition in this Spreewald tunnel. Yeah, so that was in December, and it was um, yeah collaborating with like artist friends and um, and Deutsche Bahn. So we we had a show in the the old tunnel that was going to be closed, mm-hmm. or it was set to be closing in. The end of December, and um, so so yeah, just like Damien got in touch with like the manager of the Kopus Hauptbahnhof, and he was really excited for the project. Um, and yeah, so it was like a salon hang throughout like the hundred meter long tunnel, um, about like seventeen artists and. Yeah, we got about 500 people through for the oh, night, wow. which was really cool. And it was the last night that the tunnel was going to be open. Um, so we're on the TV, we're on the radio, um, we're on like the university media platforms. And so, yeah, we got a lot of people in, in the community visiting. Mainly, like there was a lot of people that just wanted to see the tunnel for one last time because it was built 120 years ago. Oh, gosh. Um, 120, I think something like that. Um, so a lot of people were just interested in seeing for one last time, but then they ended up really enjoying the art as well. Yeah. Um, so that was really lovely. And yeah, we were serving Glühwein all night long because it yeah. was like a minus two degree night. Oh, nice. And um, so yeah, it was like nice community vibes. It was good. Yeah. Because we were putting on shows um, at Sightworks in Brunswick um, in 2017. And same like community vibe kind of getting people together and putting work in progress up on the wall instead of um, the pressure of like having finished work um, to, to exhibit. It was more so just like getting people together and like having a conversation um, and, and showing what you're working on. Um, so, yeah. Oh, have you done that much before then? Because it's almost, yeah. it's, I guess it's more close to curating really. Like, or being an event, not an events organizer, but you kind of organizing exhibitions yeah. and platforms for exchange. So like Damien, he's the main organizer, and then I'm I'm more 
one for like installation. <laughs> so like, um, and I, I've done all the poster design and then with our friend Dusty as well. Um, so yeah, Damien's definitely like the networker, like getting mm-hmm. everyone together and then I'm the installer and designer. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. You, you've got a team so, that you, yeah. know, you can kind of work on each other's strengths. Yeah, it's a good team no, dynamic. No, no, no. Oh, nice. But yeah, so we had a couple of shows in, at Siteworks in Melbourne. Um, and, and then, yeah. And then also like poster paste ups around Melbourne as well. Yeah. So, Have you done any of that fun. here as well? Are you thinking to do some of it? Yeah, I'd like to do more of it here, definitely. Yeah, because yeah. there are a few groups, I think, in Berlin that do it. I know Kleist is one where oh, they do cool. it. They have it once a year where they, I think, I'm not sure where they do it now, but yeah. they usually post up or they paste the things. It's like an open air exhibition okay. where you stick them on the wall. Oh, nice. Oh, I'll check them out. So with your, um, I guess your work that's included in the show, mm-hmm. in the postcard exhibition, where you've talked about the personal response to portrayals of the female body in the Australian landscape. Mm. Did you want to talk a bit more about how you, I guess, how you're exploring it? Or what is your, I guess, what's your your, um, your mission statement? My mission statement? Um, I feel with this series, it's, uh, it's, it's an ongoing body of work. I'm still figuring it out. Um, but it's, I started taking these images God, in like 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, 2015 yeah so it's yeah been years of trying to frame these like tangled forms in in the landscape and um, yeah I feel the more I try to like dig into theory I keep coming back to like abstract expressionism mm-hmm. and that's one of my favorite painting movements. And I think that's a subconscious um, link there. Um, but with the like, portrayals of the body, at the time where I started making these, I was working on another body of work called Outward Inward. And where I was um, kind of deconstructing the, the term mother nature mm-hmm. and like how um, the, the body is connected to the landscape or not um so yeah they're ongoing questions in my practice um and kind of abstracting landscape as well so yeah so that's how you came to start it this mother nature is the jumping off point and you were going from there yeah yeah at the time i started taking these photos that was like all the theory i was Mm -hmm. yeah are you still i mean are you doing anything similar here or this is limited to what you're doing in australia I'm yeah. I'm still taking photos like this in in Germany, um, and I'm still figuring out what that means in like a German landscape, mm-hmm. European landscape. Um, but yeah, essentially, like with the title "Itty Fixie," it's like like a fixed idea and just like this obsession. And I kind of feel like it's I don't know. There's like this really strong like emotional tie to it so um, still figuring out what that means in European setting taking these images Um, when I first moved here I was thinking like I can't take photos like like I was in Australia because I don't know these forms are 
so easy for me to find in um, in bush settings in Australia. I was quite fearful that I wouldn't find the same living here, but slowly, like, still taking the same sort of images. Yeah. Um, but yeah, still figuring out what that, what that means in Europe. Okay. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yeah, it does a yeah. bit because I think, I mean, I know for me personally, as well living away from Australia I didn't realize how strong my connection was to our landscape and yeah. to the nature until I was away from that and even when I've traveled around parts of Europe the cities are obviously really amazing you want to go to them but you still feel this draw to oh we should go to the National Park or we should go to this area or we yeah. should go and see this forest because you kind of have this pull to that mm. like have you found um have you had a similar experience since coming over and like thinking about the mother nature series and what you were documenting in the australian bush versus what you what you can see and experience living here yeah it's i mean the landscape is vastly different and um i really I really don't like pine trees, so like <laughs> that's limiting in some settings. Um, but living in Freiburg for a little bit, that was really inspiring. Because it's um, the Schwarzwald, isn't it? The Black Forest. Yeah, and then like around some local lakes in Freiburg, um, there was lots of like thick undergrowth. Um, so, so I was getting some work done in Freiburg. Cottbus, because we moved here in the autumn and then winter um, began soon afterwards, um, I've yet to, to photograph what's really around Cottbus um, and, and to still find these these tangled forms. Um, so I think summertime's my best bet. Yeah. Um, oh, you wouldn't have experienced it then if you only came in September. Yeah, yeah. I haven't experienced a, a German summer on this yeah. side. Well, Freiburg last year in, in July, okay. it was like super hot. That was like 35 degrees. Yeah. Um, never imagined Germany to get that hot. Because um, so you have, I guess because you're from around Victoria. No, from, I guess, Newcastle, Sydney, isn't it? Yeah, I grew up in Newcastle and then I moved to Melbourne to finish off my fine art degree. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm from Perth, so we don't have seasons. We just have hot and cold, pretty yeah, much. Like, right. we don't really have the deciduous trees or anything like that. So yeah. I didn't really experience autumn till yeah. I was living here to see that, you know, see the colour changes and then have this... Um, I guess have this lull in winter where you're yeah. just craving colour yeah. and then when the flowers and everything come out it's such a relief and then everybody's you know got energy again because yeah. it's just been brown and grey for so long yeah winter really drains you but do you have I guess you don't have this is Melbourne the same or you don't really have that or Melbourne has deciduous trees and like you do you do see like the colour changes and um, like the city set um but it's not quite as dramatic as here. But it's not as dramatic. Okay. No, like there's still sunshine in winter, and so I suppose like a German spring is like comparable to a Melbourne winter. Okay. Where it's like <laughs> maybe like a top of like ten degrees or like even twelve degrees, um, but there's still sun shining and it's just a bit rainy. Yeah. So okay. It's not as miserable. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not as miserable. So what are your plans then? Um, like you've got the course that you're doing, obviously your studies. Are you, um, are you planning to stay longer than that? Or you'll finish the world cultural studies and then 
I guess head back or you'll look for a position in a museum or something? Uh, ultimately, after the Masters, I think I'd like to stay in Germany um, and try and get more work mm -hmm. um, because I'm like eligible for um, an 18 months working visa. Like when you've studied, you would know, like when, yeah. once you've studied um, in Germany, like you can um, get work, um, a work visa really easily. Mm -hmm. So I think I'd like to make use of that before heading back to Australia. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, yeah. Just because it's so far. It's so far, yeah. It's so far away. Um, but yeah, the future, it's, it's up in the air. Yeah, just going to see how things go. Yeah, <laughs> just roll with the punches. Since recording this interview, Yasm's work has been included in the Tallinn Photo Fair, which takes place this September in Estonia. I encourage you to visit the links in the podcast description to see more of her work below. And as always, please follow us on social media, support us on Patreon, and send us your feedback. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Michael Dooney, and you've been listening to Subtext and Discourse. <laughs>